The first thing that you should know is that I absolutely adore my husband-to-be, Don. He's the best thing that's ever happened to me, and I appreciate every bone in his body, which is why the things I'm about to tell you might make me sound like a truly horrible person. Maybe I am, but I'm not the type who is interested in avoiding the truth. This is really what happened on my wedding day, for better or worse. I still love Don, I really do, but love and sex are not always working on the same wavelength. Maybe it was the first sign that I was a gay man, but I had been planning my wedding since I could remember. The second that I found out what a wedding actually was, I knew that I wanted one. Flash forward to adulthood, and the event couldn't have been more perfectly thought out. Better yet, it was now perfectly legal. Of course, I hired a planner to help me along the way, but the vision of the ceremony was all mine. My planner knew how to get things done in a practical sense, ordering the flowers, locking down a location, making payments. But when it came to creative direction, she had no problem stepping back and letting me take the reins. Thankfully, my plans were ambitious, but at the end of the day, quite traditional. The colors were white and light green, and the ceremony was in a gorgeous church by the Oregon coastline, not far from where Don and me already shared an apartment together. From the chapel, there was a spectacular view of the ocean, and now, on the day of the ceremony, the wide open sea couldn't look more beautiful. The waves crash hard on the rocks below me while I stand on the cliffside high above. Everyone else involved in today's wedding is rushing this way and that, complete panic, but I'm calm and collected like the eye of the storm, ready for anything. I take a deep breath, savoring the sea air. As a young gay groom at the tender age of 21, I have plenty of license to be freaking out right now, and don't get me wrong, deep down I am. The only difference between me and the other wedding participants is that I know how to keep my anxiety out of view. Instead of crying belligerently and screaming that the chairs be set up faster, my mind is racing internally, cycling over and over again with the direction of the day. I keep running through the ceremony in my head, followed by the reception and then the night after. Everything is as it should be, and yet there is still a slight bump in the mental road every time I travel down it, a twinge of something dark and repressed. I know exactly what my hang-up is, but I don't want to admit it to myself. don't want to give my lustful thoughts any more weight than they already possess. Time and time again, however, there they are, bubbling up stronger with every passing minute that the ceremony draws closer. Finally, I decide that this is something I need to face head-on. Rocky, my stepfather, is coming to the wedding. On the surface, this seems like a complete non-issue, a casual so what, and rightly so. Even though him and my mother have long been divorced, I don't have any problem with my stepfather at all. In fact, I absolutely adore him. Rocky is everything that a man should be and then some. Cool and suave, but not in any kind of childish way. He's a handsome older guy with just enough gray to look distinguished, but a sparkle in his eye that shows off his eternal youth. He's wealthy, dresses well, and carries himself with an absolute confidence that I could only dream of possessing. Long story short, he's the perfect man. Therein lies the problem. Today, of all days, shouldn't I be calling my fiancé, Don, the perfect man? But love and lust are more complicated than that, and no matter how much I try to focus on the day at hand, I can't help my thoughts drifting away to the first man I ever imagined I would marry, if only in a confused boyish flight of fantasy, my stepfather Rocky. 